What's up, Braves Nation? This is the Ethos Braves Sports Podcast. I'm your host, John McKay, and on the other side is one of my best friends in the world, Jeremy Bell. Jeremy, how we doing? It's good. It's good to talk about wins. It's good to talk about when the other team loses. Mm-hmm. That's what we talk about today. Good to talk about wins. It definitely is. Um, the Braves, as, as we speak on Tuesday morning, are three games back of the um, the Metropolitans. Um, yes. Yes. Finally got a little bit of help, you know, uh, as again, as, as we talk, you know, on Monday night, uh, the Yankees who severely have been struggling, who, uh, almost forgot how to win, uh, finally gave a little bit of help in, in beating the Mets. And it was embarrassing the last time the Mets and Yankees played because the Mets just absolutely steamrolled, uh, through, uh, through the Yankees. So, uh, this go around, Yankees were struggling, extremely struggling, and finally got a win. And also against uh, Scherzer, right. which is uh, which is big too as well. Now Degrom is not going to be uh, throwing on Tuesday night. He's his start's been pushed back, so uh, that's even more interesting. So hopefully, uh, you know the Yankees who have severely struggled, and I mean severely struggled. Oh yeah, uh, but. Um, Anyway, a little bit of help, which is good. We need all the help we can get, and, um, uh, you know, I, I th- that's what it's going to come down to. You know, we've only got three more games against the Mets. So right. it's going to come down to somebody's got to give us a hand, and and it's got to be somebody else. You know, the Phillies, um, if, if I heard this right, you know, the Phillies and the Padres now in a virtual tie for uh, that second spot in the wild card. Um, and so they have the easiest schedule mm. coming up. Mm. Um, and, and they didn't offer us any help either over the weekend as far as playing the Mets, you know, having four games against the Mets and only winning one game. Uh, right. So they didn't offer oh, us much Phil- help either. But anyway. I was hoping the Phillies would help us out a little bit, but no. Well, they didn't. Well, you know what, John? Not only did they not uh, help us out, they didn't help themselves out. No. Uh, you know, because they could have, uh, in, in hopes – put some distance, you know, by the way, the Padres, Phillies have the easiest schedule uh, finishing up. The Padres have the toughest. Uh, oh. So so you can expect maybe, uh, you know, the Phillies hanging on to that number two spot and then, uh, you know, the Padres going number three. Whatever it is, uh, you know, there there's a little bit of distance between um, that third place and fourth place with the Brewers because the Brewers have also been struggling. But, um, you know, the Phillies didn't help themselves out. Uh, they they could have put some distance there uh, between themselves and the Padres and didn't do it either. So um, anyway, it's it's all good. You know, at least um, at, at least we we put some distance with the Phillies, uh, kept them uh, back and 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 made up a little bit of ground. But uh, it is still going to take some help from others before we can you know we get back in this thing. Now, as we speak, the Mets are leading by three games in the East. Um, the Cardinals are up in the Central, but how much? I think they're five games up. Wow. Yeah. The, whatever it is, they have certainly turned it around. And the old guy, too, as well, that Albert Pujols guy, oh, has, certainly, has certainly turned it around, too, home run-wise. You know, what we were talking about, what he, he was, um, you know, what, eight away from, from – uh, um, you know, from Alex Rodriguez, and now what is he three away, maybe or something? Yeah, I think um, he's at six ninety three. Yeah, he hit he hit uh, one Monday night, 
maybe the go ahead against the Cubs. He might be so for them. Well, it's six ninety three. It's what it is. You're right. It is six ninety three. But still, uh, you know, he's he's been hot, and you know Montgomery, who they got from the Yankees, who who did not play well in New York. He's been pitching very well. He's one of those guys we're going to see coming up this weekend. You know, my favorite team is who we're playing this weekend, by the way. Um, So, um, and, you know, I could have got tickets to St. Louis to go see this game back about a month ago, and I could have got seats right behind the third base dugout. Mm. Uh, Close, could have been great seats, uh, around 90-something dollars a ticket. Would have been perfect. Now it's like $250 a ticket, so (laughs) – yeah, oops, I made a mistake there, John. Not going to go to that game, by the way. Um, Do you guys get them through the radio station? Um, we can at times. Okay. Uh, you, you can, but um, in, in this particular instance, this quick, uh, you don't, you, you can't get them. You get oh. them this quick. So, yeah. Uh, but, but I'll be, oh, wait, I can't watch the game because I'm blacked out, John. Okay? Dude. I can't watch the game. Yeah, anyway. Hey. <laughs> At least to uh, Ben Ingram and whoever is with him. I yes, I will be doing that a lot. Or I can at least stare at the eight games that are playing on my Directv because I can watch it on the Mix Channel. Okay, and what? And, and at least yeah, I didn't tell what, you that. So it? the yeah, so on Directv has what they call a Mix Channel, which you can you can see what and it's got eight games on it so you can sit there and you can watch eight games if you want to now my wife would kill me if i did that but i did do that when they played the last time they played them um so you can watch the mix channel and you actually you can watch the game on the mix channel but when you go to click on that channel to go to it you can't watch it Mm. it's blacked out so i don't understand that why it's on the mix channel so i could watch it but i'm watching eight other games with it so uh, it's a yeah, it's a little mind blocking. My brain, our brains would go like. Yeah, yeah, no, mine, mine is out. So, but anyway, I, I, I can't watch it. So I'll be, I'll be listening uh, quite a bit. Uh, of course, Friday night uh, football coming up is uh, oh, yeah. the Crosstown Classic. So I'll be, I'll be, I won't be able to watch the game then. So, so that's fine. So there's one game. Sunday's game. Probably I'll be outside doing something after after I, I get a little nap and after church and stuff. So I'll be listening as well. Uh, so it's a you know it's okay one game one game maybe. And uh, if I just paid two hundred fifty dollars a ticket, I could go to the game. I mean, come yeah. on, two hundred fifty dollars, no big deal. No big deal. No big deal. <laughs> um, the West, the Dodgers, the leading over the Padres. Yeah, Dodgers are well ahead of the Padres, and the Dodgers have been playing well. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, so my guess is, and I haven't looked at the schedule because I haven't paid attention to anybody like the Padres. If the Padres have the toughest schedule coming up, that means they've got Dodger series mm-hmm. coming up. Uh, and they have really struggled against the Dodgers. Uh, so uh, that's that's going to be a, a, a big thing there. But you know what? Going in as the wild card, you know, I've, I've been – uh, I guess a little more settled going in if I ha- if we have to go in as a wild card because teams have won it from the wild card spot. It just I- gets a little difficult in winning from the wild just because of pitching wise. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where the difficulty is. The Nationals did it in 2019. Yeah, the Nationals. What the Marlins have done it twice. Uh, yeah, twice. So there there have been teams to come out of that wild card that have been just fine. Uh, different setup. 
uh, you know, this year's a little different setup than what it has been in the last few years. So, uh, you know, now, you know, your top two teams in a division uh, in, in each in, in the national league will advance on into the next round. And then your I guess your lower end and your wild card team. So say the Cardinals is going to be one of those, the mm-hmm. Cardinals being the third place quote, the third place team uh, in the whole national league, uh, they would play the third place wild card team. And then the top two wild card teams would play each other. So, so really essentially what it, what it probably will boil down to if, if it stays the same. So let's say the Mets, Mets continue, they win. That's fine. You've got the Dodgers and the Mets would stay up top. Pot, the, the Cardinals will play the Padres, which boy, what an opening <laughs> round that would be. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the, the Braves and the Phillies would play each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be a tough opening round. Three games. It's going to be back-to-back games. It's, you know, you know, no break. So it's going to be one, two, three. You're done. And then you open up the next week. Yeah, the World Series is going to go into November this year. Well, it, uh, probably one of the more deeper runs. Sorry. It did last year, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. It stretched into November. See, I don't get that. Um, you know, it's supposed to be the October Classic, you know. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we either need to cut down the number of games, which I could advocate cutting down the number of games, especially if we're so worried about pitch counts and pitchers and things like that. I could advocate cutting down the number of games. Yeah. That's another topic, by the way. Um, that could be another podcast, and we could probably do a long time on that. Uh, I could advocate cutting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I could advocate cutting down the number of games, and then let's let's get the playoffs started in late September and finished by October. Mm-hmm. There's too many things we talked about this before. You know, there's too many things going on when you're in October. You got college football, which is huge. You've got the NFL, which is huge, and that everything else is just what what else? You know, no, those two trump everything else well, going got- on in October. Only us nerds are high school football. Yeah, high school football. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, and right. And, and I say that, high school football, you know, being on Friday night, uh, you know, college football normally reserved, the big college football, I should say, normally reserved for like Saturday. Um, um, and it's, you know, Thursday night some, you know, but they've been playing on so many other nights anyway to begin with uh, mm. that that it's crazy. I'm, I'm not surprised, you know, coming up we wouldn't see a uh, – you know, ESPN so hot and heavy and, uh, uh, you know, double headers on Monday night as far as NFL goes, having a college football game and then a Monday and then a football NFL game, you know. So, yeah, that would be, um, but... yeah, that would be, that would be fun. You know, say the big game of the week or something beyond Monday night or, or uh, whatever. So, anyway, but I mean, I don't like Thursday night football, to be honest with you, on the NFL because I don't think you get that great of a product. Now, if it was, here's, and, but here's my plan on Thursday night. So, okay, so you play on Thursday night. Well, let's say you don't play the following, you don't play the Sunday before, or you don't, either that or you don't play the Sunday. I just think that, that um, not playing, you know, playing the Sunday and then following up on Thursday is going to, is tough. Yeah. Um, um, you know, next week, um, John, so next week we actually have a game, uh, high school has a game on Thursday. Um, we actually go – it's weird, but uh, they've had so much trouble getting uh, officials this year that, that the uh, teams have been told, hey, if you want to play on Thursday night, we can get all the officials you want. Mm-hmm. Friday has been hard to get. Uh, and so we're actually playing Trigg County. We go to Trigg County, which is not very far. It's about 45 minutes. 
Um, and we're actually going to play on Thursday night. So Friday, so it's weird because I've got to push everything back. You know, normally prep time for me is Wednesday, Thursday, game on Friday. Sometimes it's been even Friday working into getting everything ready to go up until the last minute this past week being that case. But so now I've got to work everything a day ahead. Mm -hmm. And that's just crazy to think. But, but yeah, we're going to go Friday. We're going to be off. And normally time for, you know, high school-wise is Saturday you go in and you get, uh, you know, you get in the um, – you take a cold bath and you get to – you know, you, you cool off, you, you, you heal up. And Sunday you come in and watch film. Monday you start practice. Well, now you got to push everything a day ahead. Right. It's just, it's just weird. Weird to think that. So, anyway. I was talking to Coach Morris, and I'm sorry, guys. We'll get into baseball talk in a minute. But um, Who needs what? Baseball? What is that? <laughs> Coach Morris, and he said that Tim made them, made them play at least one game on uh, Thursday. Well, I, you know, it is all about again. It's all about officials, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, t- teams teams are having trouble getting officials just because um, you know they're so few and far between now. You know, nobody wants to do it anymore, and that's sadly enough. It's because of fans or how fans act, or how mm-hmm. how even players act, or how even coaches act. Uh, so. Um, that's why, at least from me, from my standpoint, I learned in my early going of broadcasting, look, you, you, officials are going to make bad calls. You you get it. I understand. I don't normally pay attention to it. There'll be times where I might call one out um, and, and everything, but um, I, I usually try not to harp on that, try not to say anything about that. Uh, I might say, ooh, that might have been a missed call or something like that. I don't, you know, berate the guy. Much like I don't berate the players either. Right. Uh, that's not my job to, to do that. So, but uh, you know how uh, parents can be. Uh, I mean, it's, yeah, it's just absolutely nuts. And I, I, I told you this before, I, you know, when I used to coach, um, I was a pretty fiery coach, but I also had, uh, I, I also, when I drafted my players, I may not have necessarily drafted the most talented players uh, drafted normally the parents, mm-hmm. uh, the people that brought the kids uh, because, and I would tell parents, you know, I'd, I'd get, have a meeting with them before I'm saying, look, you know, I make mistakes, um, you know, I, but I, I need to make sure that we're all on the same page. Don't go home talking about, uh, you know, what someone else did on the team, especially in front of your own child, because normally that'll get back to me uh, because, your child will say, well, my mom was saying how terrible you were or something like that. So just like I didn't come home and talk about anybody on the baseball team, I tried not to, you know, because I just didn't want to get into that to where he was going off. My kid was going off and telling somebody else that, hey, my dad said you were terrible. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, it's it's just it's it's gotten that to that point where you don't have enough uh, people out there in the striped shirts because – um, you know, just because like Friday night's game, um, I didn't pay attention, <laughs> you know, were there some, were there some missed calls? Yeah, there were some missed calls. Did they make some calls that we actually saw? And you look, when I see a call, mm-hmm. there's a problem somewhere. Uh, okay. When I actually see what went on, uh, I'm like, okay, that really must've happened, but did they miss them? Yeah. But did I have a, was my vantage point close like theirs? Maybe they saw something that I didn't see. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, 
uh, I didn't halfway pay attention to the officials on Friday night because the game was flowing so quickly uh, and moving so so rapidly as far as time goes. I, I couldn't even told you there were five guys out there, to be honest with you. So, And that's a good thing. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It was a good game, but uh, I, so getting to uh, kids or players who are acting up, um, have we mentioned <laughs> a player that's been acting up for the Braves lately? Um, are we talking about in a bad way, the player? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Trouble. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, you know, we've mentioned how this one particular guy has not been performing on the field and hasn't played very much. As a matter of fact, uh, Robbie Grossman's been um, playing, which I didn't understand. So, you know, Robbie Grossman played um, last night out in the field, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm curious as why Rosario's not playing out in the field. I think uh, it's a hamstring issue. Okay, maybe it is. Okay, so – so that would be why, because Grossman went diving after one last night, and I'm thinking, why isn't Eddie playing? Because Eddie's a little bit quicker out there. So if it's a hamstring issue, then okay. I would rather see Eddie not play and bat uh, rather than <clears throat> whatever. So that's fine. But uh, Mr. Grossman has been has been playing for Ozuna. And Ozuna, as if anybody you know saw over the weekend, got arrested for DUI, which you know, again, that is a huge no, no. Uh, okay. Don't get behind the wheel and drink and drive. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's just, that's just bad stuff. And he got arrested. And, uh, John, I don't know if you were listening on, on Sunday, I just happened to catch, uh, the part of the game where he had an at bat mm-hmm. and he struck out and they booed. Did you? Um, okay. So, sorry. Did you hear how Ben Ingram introduced him? I did not. Uh-uh. So, apparently, uh, Ozuna talks to the cop. He's like, I'm Ozuna from the Braves. Yes, he did. He so, did. that's how Ben Ingram introduced him. Okay. Uh, wow. That's funny. Yeah. Um, but that's uh, e- even more harsh. Yes. Um, I did read that story where uh, he said, I'm Ozuna from the Braves. And mm-hmm. I guess he was trying to use his status mm-hmm. to get out of whatever it was so that he wouldn't get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was already pretty much on thin ice because of what happened last year. Yes. Um, Especially. And, yeah. And, and let's face it, he needed to go through a year where nothing happened. Right. And now he's struggled, and now he's really, really struggled, which, okay, he struggled on the field. Um, but off the field, he's been fine. Nothing's been going on. Nothing's happened. It's been, you know, radio silent, basically, for right. the whole year until until now. Right. Uh, and so I, I just I, – I don't – you know, I, I, I don't feel sorry for him, uh, you know, We've talked about it before. John, you and I have been texting about it, about how I think he needs to go. And I'm really, really, really surprised that Snicker played him on Sunday. Uh, I'm surprised that he even ha- even played any time. And, and I guess maybe it was one of those, well, I feel sorry for you, and I want to get you back out there. But yet then again, if I'm Ozuna, you found out how the fans feel about you 
and the fans are not happy. No. And it's not – they were booing – yes, they were booing, but they're angry, and they should be angry. And I, I, he doesn't get it. Um, yes, he's got two more years at $18 million that they're going to pay him, mm-hmm. and that's a shame, but he doesn't get it. You know, all you had to do was, yes, you're struggling on the field, but they weren't booing you when you were struggling. No. Okay. They, they, because they knew that, hey, anytime you could have broken out of this, whatever it is, this funk that you're in, and and could we use him? Absolutely, we could use him to start actually hitting the ball. But what they're booing is the fact you got, you got drunk and and you're driving under the influence. That's what they're booing you about. And that is. In the morning, about an hour away from home. What is he? What is he yeah. in Gwinnett County when he lives in Sandy Springs? Right, right, and and you know, John, nothing as as I've heard this so many times, and these athletes don't understand. Nothing good happens after midnight. No. Okay. No. Um, and you know, my mother would tell me that. I've told my kids that. Uh, you know, my, fortunately, my kids have always always been. You know what? Uh, you know, my, my youngest moved into the dorms at Murray State, and, and both my kids were over here Monday night. One came over to eat, my daughter did, and then my son came over after he'd had an audition uh, for another show. This one's on campus, actually, his mm-hmm. first one. And, and so he was a little anxious about it and had, had gone through the audition. And so he came over here afterwards because he needed to get his clothes because, you know, we still wash his clothes. Uh, so, um, so of course, and so he came back over here and he stayed for like two hours. Um, you know, it was after nine o'clock when he left and he was headed to the gym and I was thinking, son, you get into the gym late, you know? And, and, and so, but he was back in his dorm, uh, by, well, I know he's back in his dorm because we, we joked about him having, had not having a fire drill yet. Cause normally fire drills in a dorm would occur about midnight, oh, you know? Yeah. And so he texted at 1040 last night and said, we just had a fire drill. So I knew he's back in his dorm, but still, it was late. And and uh, you know, you're right. What's he doing an hour from his house? Um, and and it's past midnight. And and you know, what's he doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, what just what's he doing? So you know, again, the fans never booed him when he with this year. Whenever he was struggling, you know, he's only hitting a cup. He's only hitting like over a little over two hundred. The fans never. 15. Yeah. Yeah, and, and but he's hitting, hitting home runs. Yeah, he's hitting home runs. I mean, but the fans never booed him no. until he got arrested for DUI, and no. now they booed him. And I don't blame them, John. They're they're mad at him for what he's done off the field to bring bad press to the World Championship team, not only to himself but to the team and to the organization whatsoever. An organization that prides itself on not having players like this. You know, being very quiet. You know, yes, do they have players like like Acuna who who can run his mouth sometimes and be maybe cocky at times? Yes, but does he get in trouble no. with the law? Nope, he doesn't. So you would expect you know, kind of behavior out of like a kid, like you know, Michael, like a, a young kid, like twenty one year old kids. Yes, and yes. they are. They are what you want out of a baseball player. They are what you want out of a, an athlete to look up to. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're, um, you know, they're acting more respectful than, than what the older, you know, the older generation is, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it's uncalled for. Um, and I, you know, I, I bet Ozuna never bats again at home. Um, and just because of, 
you know, the home crowd booing. But I, I just struggle him even having a chance to bat any at all uh, the rest of the year. Well, uh, and and I wouldn't be – and it wouldn't bother me if he was left off the postseason roster uh, to include somebody else um, in there, whether it be an extra pitcher or whatever. I, I would be fine. Look, let's let's, you know – Let's put Mike Soroka on the roster, an extra pitcher, and let's leave Ozuna off because we've got enough players as it is and mm. and leave it at that. Now, David O'Brien, I listened to his show yesterday, and he was talking about the same yeah. – you know, he was talking about the same issue about, you know, Snicker playing him. And it was like, you know, if you don't play him, you've only got 25 men on the team. Yeah. And, you know, until – just use him until you know you're told you can't because he's still right. you're still having to pay him. Oh yeah, right. Want to because of what he's done, right? I, you know, he. Well, isn't that wasn't that Brian Snicker though to give the guy another chance? That is. Um, that I is, mean that that's him. Um, that's Bobby. You Cox. know you. Yeah, that's Bobby Cox. You know that's just a, that's just the style. But you what you would necessarily. Um, you know what you what you want is you want him to be contrite. You want him to be remorseful. You want him to say, I, "I'm sorry, I, I messed up. Um, I, I know that I've caused this organization." This is what I with Deshaun Watson. You know, last week with his press conference and what he was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I was if I was his press guy, first of all, I would probably say, "Shut up." Um, <laughs> First of all, I would probably say, here's what I want you to say. You don't say any more. You keep saying this, and, and, and you don't say anything outside of this. Because once you get outside of this conversation, you seem stupid, okay? Uh, you know, the whole, uh, well, you know, the legal system did its job, and I was, you know, proven innocent or whatever. Well, that's great. If you were proven innocent, why are you still going through what they call rehab, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and so – for me, if, if I'm Ozuna, I, I do I, I get in front of the camera and I probably say we're not going to have any questions. This is what I'm going to say. I'm going to read a statement and I'm going to say how remorseful. Actually, I'm going to make you memorize a statement because I'm not going to make you read it uh, because reading it is even worse because that somebody else wrote it. Yes, but I'm going to make you say and make it come from the heart. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to make it more like, hey, I am I, I'm sorry. Uh, I I. I messed up. Um, the police were right in, in taking me in. Um, you know, I'll, I'll take whatever punishment I can. Uh, I, I'm going to give uh, some of my salary to, uh, you know, to police organizations to help combat this. Um, you know, and, and I apologize to the club. I apologize to my teammates and everything. That's how I do it. You know, to be contrite, uh, you know, be remorseful you, you know people tend to forget forgive and forget things like that if they know that you're genuine with it you know nobody's ever going to forgive Deshaun Watson because that whole press conference of him was not genuine uh and Jimmy Haslam standing up there for the Browns too he that that was the dumbest thing too as far as press goes it was stupid so um anyway that's what I would do uh and I would I might even have Brian Snitker be there with him uh, you know, somebody be there with him, uh, just you know, just to show that the organization still supports, and even the organization as a whole 
we're gonna, you know, we're gonna give money to police organizations to help combat this. Uh, you know, if I have to go talk to schools, you know, things like that. That's what you do so right. that people can forgive. They're not gonna forgive. They're not gonna forgive this. He's already, you know, messed up last year, and and nothing ever came about of that really. So they just, you're just not gonna, you know. And unfortunately, we got two more years with him, and that's the sad thing. Yep. Yep. Uh, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know. What I, don't, I, I, I don't, don't either. This organization with, you know, the owing him so much money and. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So we were talking about the divisions earlier. Yes. What about the American League? I know Houston's leading their division. Yeah. Uh, Houston's leading their division, and I'm, I'll try to go through this with what I know. Houston's leading their division, um, and they're in the West, um, and in the – They're the oh, gosh, John. really tight between the Twins, White Sox, and Indians, right? Or the Guardians. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the Guardians. I know we talked about that last night. We were looking at – my kid was looking at hats, and, um, and so he was – uh, he was saying, "Oh, I forgot about the Guardians." <laughs> so I was like, "Yeah, that's it." So, so if you look at the American League, uh, the Yankees are still up. Uh, the Yankees' lead has been cut uh, quite a bit. Uh, the Rays are in second place, and the Blue Jays are right behind them. And even the Orioles are pretty close. The Orioles having a fantastic year uh, this year. Um, so. That's the uh, that's the East in the Central and um, and if it if I read this right if I'm looking at this um, so the Mariners the Rays and it looks like the Twins would be your Twins slash White Sox would be your wild card teams right now mm-hmm. so in the Central the Guardians are up by two games as we speak on this Tuesday morning Yankees are up by eight. An eight and a half over the Rays and the Blue Jays, um, and the Guardians are up in the in the uh, Central. Two uh, games over the Twins, three games over the White Sox, and the Astros a big lead uh, over the Mariners, eleven and a half games. So, but if you're the wild card, the Mariners and um, looks like the Mariners and the Rays right now are upward in the wild card. Blue Jays would be right behind them. So the uh, Two teams out of that East division right now would be coming out of that um, out of in the playoffs. So that's the Rays and the Blue Jays, and then you go all the way back down and you go the Mariners in there as well. So interesting teams in the wild card. So if you're looking, the Yankees would still be that top spot, but it would be the Guardians. I take that back. Let me rephrase that. So the Astros have the top spot because they have they're 78 and 45. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yankees are 75 and 48, so it'd be the top two teams. So the Guardians uh, would get uh, the uh, excuse me, the Guardians would get the Blue Jays. Okay. Now that would be a good game, and the Rays would get the Mariners. So good wild card matchups, basically. Did I just yeah. hear the Braves have a better record than the Yankees? Yeah, can you believe that? Um, I mean, I, I started noticing that. Even though uh, the um, even though the Yankees got off to such a whale of a great you know yeah. uh, percentage, but they have lost games this month. Okay, they they almost you know it's almost like 
20 out of 26 or 24 out of 36 something, they have lost so many games that teams have caught up with them. So mm-hmm. yes, the Braves, you know, if they, you know, the Braves with a better record right now than the Yankees, which is a shocker. But again, they've lost so many games, John, that they've been able to catch up. Yeah. So we've been talking 30 minutes and we haven't even broke, started breaking down the series. <laughs> Well, you know, it's uh, two out of three against the Astros, and and uh, yeah, it was good stuff, you know. Heck yeah, it was. Um, Friday night, the Braves went six to two behind uh, Kyle Wright, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Kyle Wright, six in, you know, six innings, two earned runs, a base on ball, seven strikeouts. So yeah, good. You know, McHugh came in with a, a couple of innings. Kenley Jansen came in with an inning. So uh, yeah, good stuff and. Uh, uh, you know, is a is a good game. Got three runs in the bottom of the third and three in the sixth, and finished them off six to two. And uh, Astros got two runs in the fifth, made it a little more interesting. And then uh, Braves with, um, I, I believe, Dancy Swanson with a big double. And you know, Dancy was three of five on the night, which is good. Acuna was two for four. Riley was two for four with three RBIs as well. So uh, yeah, it was uh, it was good stuff. Got hits from everybody except uh, Grissom and Grossman. Uh, so the G's in the alphabet did not get the hit, but that's normal. It, it's normally been the halfway the other way around. You know, the yeah. bottom of the orders hit very well, but Grissom was on base one time. He did have a walk. Uh, so, uh, but Harris, uh, Harris, Rosario, Darno, Olson, Riley, Swanson, Acuna all had hits. Who yeah. had? Um, I know both of us didn't watch this game, so it's kind of hard to pick. Yeah. And who do you? I'd go Dan, Dansby Swanson would be my guy. On this one, three of five, uh, you know, had a big double that that drove in a, a couple of runs, I think, two runs and two RBIs on the night. Now Riley went two for four and had three RBIs too, which is good. But I'd say Dansby Swanson. And you know, if you wanted to go with a, a you know, a, a one one A Powell Wright, a yep. good game after there'd been some talk of some arm tire arm soreness, tiredness, whatever. Um, but six innings, uh, six hits, and only two earned runs. So good stuff. Um, we were both kind of preoccupied Friday night. Uh, we're a little bit, yeah. I was still playing. I was still watching. I was still kind of keeping up a little bit with it, you know, along the way. So uh, knowing at least a little bit about what's going on. So, uh, but then we turned to the exciting game on Saturday night. Yes. Uh, woof. So this game was it was Spencer Strider's day, correct? Yeah, it was a uh, it was a great pitchers duel. Um, you know, Christian Javier went for the um, for the um, Angel, uh, the Astros, um, and then you turn around and it's Strider. Uh, you know, Javier with eight strikeouts of his own in, in uh, six innings, uh, yeah. and then uh, Strider went, I believe, uh, six innings. He had nine strikeouts. So so good stuff. And then the bullpen, you know, kind of uh, had to finish it up, although. Um, you know, Dylan Lee did did struggle a bit, um, but uh, overall not not bad. Uh, but still, you you know you would have liked to have given the the uh, the win to Spencer Strider. But you know, a great comeback in extra innings. What I thought was going to be a loss. You know how much I hate extra innings. Mm-hmm. The extra innings rule. Thought it was going to be a loss. You know, the Astros get two runs in the tenth, and I'm thinking, well, crap. Here we go. You know we're gonna we're gonna struggle, and then we turn around and get two runs in the tenth, and I'm thinking, okay, this is great. 
you know, and and hadn't and really hadn't gone to bed yet. Okay, so um, we're I'm still up, and so I went to bed, and my wife said, "You gonna be quiet?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure, I'm gonna be quiet." So, you know, the Astros got the the Astros got the run, which uh, okay, that's fine. I, I as I tell everybody, I can get me a run, that's fine. But I was thinking, let's hold it to one run. That's all I want them to do. And then we ended up winning with two runs, and uh, you know, and and what was so great about this whole getting the one run is Matt Olson got a little uh, dinky uh, check swing doubles. Yeah, check swing double. That I mean, he didn't swing hardly at all. I know, John, <laughs> you you have you do have trouble uh, seeing. So even even you know he didn't swing very much at all. No. He just kind of you know, kind of halfway stuck the bat out there. And I bet the exit velocity was like a hundred. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, like but he just barely, yeah, he barely swung and just hit it right through the shortstop. Dansby had to jump over it as mm-hmm. a matter of fact. Uh, and, and then, you know, he scored and, and, you know, it, it was, it was just some, it was fabulous. It was just fabulous. Good, good comeback, uh, good comeback win. Uh, a, a needed win, you know, because the Mets and the Phillies had split the doubleheader that day, um, so gained a little bit of ground. But but what a what a comeback in in the eleventh, basically, because nothing happened. Both runs scored in the fifth inning, and after that, nothing happened until the tenth when it got exciting. And what I had explained to me was, and this is true, you know, when you get to the tenth inning, it's not about home runs. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about uh, more or less, you know, just surviving, trying to find ways to win the game. And when you do that, you don't hit home runs. You don't try to hit home runs. You try to hit singles or try to hit doubles or whatever. You know, your mindset changes as well as it should, uh, you know, because you got a runner out there on second base. you got to get that guy home. And, and lo and behold, you know, both times they were successful in getting that guy home. Right. Uh, and it's funny about, about Monday night's game. I actually saw a sacrifice bunt in Monday night's game. And I was thinking, wow, uh, Pittsburgh did it. And I was like, where did that come from? Now, they didn't get the run home, which was great, but a sacrifice bunt. You know, that's what you – I told my wife, I said, all you got to do, that runner at second base, you got nobody out, hit the ball to the right side, get him to third, hit the ball to the outfield, you get a run home, two outs. Mm-hmm. You know, and now you're – whatever, you're tied or you're winning or something, whatever, it doesn't matter. But – but they did the job. They got the hit. They got the big hit, as a matter of fact. So I thought it was and, cool. Um, the it was tied one to one going to the tenth inning. There was one yeah. it was one home run from Grissom, who's the seventh place hitter, and then yeah. the Astros seventh place hitter. Um, oh, their shortstop. Uh, um, was it? His, yeah. Was hold, it? hold on, I'll tell you who it is. Jeremy Pena, the guy. Indeed. Was he was that who hit the home run for the Astros in that game? Yes, yeah, okay. yes, he did. Yeah, yeah, that is funny because uh, that's that's the uh, that was the uh, fifth inning scores, right? Uh, the home run from Pena and the home run from Grissom. Right. Uh, so so yeah, I mean it was great. It got some huge hits. Michael Harris got a huge hit. Uh, you know, just just got some huge hits that night, and and that's. You know, what I have struggled with so mightily is this extra inning thing is because we've been so bad. Uh, but I, if you look back during this time when we started on that 14-game winning streak, we had two extra inning games and we won. Right. Uh, so 
I, I would venture a guess as to say that since that point, our extra inning games, I, I, and I, I can only remember like four of them. Uh, we lost one, I know. So like three and one. And, and so that's all a change. Four and six or five and six. Yeah. You know, we've struggled in extra inning games for the last two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can't stand extra. And that's going to change next year. That, that's going to be off the table. We're going to move that out of the way. So, and that's fine. But uh, it is exciting. Um, I just, you know, I don't like it. So, um, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you a funny story. When the Braves scored to win the game in the bottom of the 11th, uh, we were hanging out with my wife and her friend and at her house, and I jumped off the couch and, like, was, yes! And yeah. Her friend was like, Marina, what's wrong with your heart? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Um, that usually happens around my house. Uh, yep. So, uh, I don't usually go to bed, but I thought, you know what? I'm going to go to bed. I'll see if I can change the fortunes a little bit. <laughs> I was quiet. I was quiet. You know, there's nobody in my house. It's just me and my wife now, you know, because the kids are all gone. Mm-hmm. So I was quiet, very reserved. Uh, so, yeah, uh, you know, much unlike if I'd have been in here in this room and like in my the room that I'm, I'm in the kitchen right now, but uh, which leads into like the, the, the living room area. If I was in there, I'd be walking around, pacing the floor. Yep. Uh, you know, I would probably walk to the refrigerator. I would probably, people probably think, why don't you just get your drink out of the refrigerator? You know, uh, so <laughs> I'd have, I'd have opened the refrigerator a bunch of times, you know? So anyway, that yep. I was, I was calm. It's okay. We, we win. It's great. And again, I'm going to profess that I don't like extra innings. Now yeah. was the dog quiet? Yeah, she was quiet too. Uh, she, you know, um, she, I'd put her up actually. Uh, she does not like it when we're out and she's up, you know, in her, in her cage when she goes to sleep at night. So, uh, you know, she usually starts barking at us then when that, when that occurs, but yeah, she was actually quiet too. So it was just quiet, you know, and shockingly enough, but yeah, when we go to yelling, uh, she goes to yelling too at us. <laughs> I start pacing her before the dog starts pacing with me. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I get up, it's usually like, all right, where are you going? Aren't you going to sit back down? <laughs> so, yep. do we have to talk about Sunday? I mean, it's still a good game, though. Um, uh, yeah, it it was a good game. You know, oh, I didn't sorry. have a, uh, um, uh, Vaughn Grissom, I would go with my, my, my play. You go 1-1-8 again, because Spencer Strider pitched another great yeah. game. Okay. Sorry, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's okay. Yeah, we do have to talk about Sunday's game. And unfortunately, you know, if they they did make a comeback, mm-hmm. uh, you know, of course we got two runs in the first. I was pretty excited because the Mets were losing at that time. And I was thinking, all right. Then they get, the Astros get two in the third. And I'm thinking, okay, now I don't like you anymore. Um, and so then they get two more in the eighth. And I'm thinking, well, that's just terrible. Uh, but then that one run in the ninth just was really costly. Um, you know, and, and the Braves did get two in the ninth themselves and made it, uh, made it interesting, but, um, you know, just, just didn't, uh, didn't have it. Um, didn't have it. Dylan Lee struggling again, uh, with just a, a third of an inning, two hits and he gave up an earned run and Jackson Stevens, the same thing. Uh, and it kind of made me wonder with how, um, the bullpen, you know, knowing that, uh, we had three games against the pirates and, and I just wondered if Jackson Stevens wasn't that guy that, okay, you're going to have to go out there and pitch. We need to give some of our guys rest in the bullpen. 
so you're going to be it. Uh, I don't, I can't use anybody else. Uh, so uh, anyway, he didn't pitch too bad. He did give up a run, which that you know that was that was it. But inning and two thirds, uh, and you know three strikeouts. But but that one run in the ninth was costly because we would have tied it and done the exact same thing that I hate going to extra innings. Yeah. Um. I. I believe, yeah. I think Dylan Lee is. He needs a few days rest. Um, they were. Yeah. About, I still. Yeah, like and stuff, I still like his stuff a lot. I just think he needs a rest. Yeah, you're right, and and it's been proven with the fact of you know pitching in back to back games has hurt him. Back to back to back games, especially, has hurt him. Uh, you know, he didn't pitch last night, so uh, that was a uh, or Monday night, I should say. So that was a good thing. Uh, so, you know, if you could hold him uh, until potentially a Wednesday game, which is an afternoon game, by the way, and we'll talk about those in a minute. Wednesday's game is an afternoon game. You know how we do an afternoon game. At least it's not Charlie Morton pitching in the afternoon game. Um, <laughs> but um, so, um, but uh, you know, if you could hold him again until, say, uh, Wednesday, knowing you're going to get the day off on Thursday, right? Um, you know, and then uh, go into – uh, Friday uh, against the Cardinals. So, uh, you know, it's Max Freed and Kyle Wright going the next two days. Uh, so you can expect, uh, you know, you're hopeful that you're going to get six or seven innings out of those guys. Um, so how did Morton look to you on Sunday? I thought, I thought he looked great. Um, I thought, um, you know, uh, hold on. Uh, you know, six innings, uh, I, I, I thought he potentially could have gone out for a seventh maybe, two earned runs. He did struggle, and, you know, they do uh, – Morton has a tendency to struggle in one inning mm-hmm. where he will throw 25 pitches or 20 to 25 pitches. Uh, you know, he might throw – he might average 10, you know, in, in four innings, but in the fifth inning maybe pitch 25. Right. And, of course, that runs your pitch count up. Obviously, so so yeah, but everybody's done it. Max has done it even, you know, a few times. So everybody's done it. It's just that you know the struggle you go to where you 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 know you just your pitch count goes goes up because you've got a team that really doesn't strike out a whole lot. You know, they 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 foul off pitches, and all of a sudden you've gone three and two on a guy, and he fouls off five pitches, and you've thrown ten pitches, you mm-hmm. know, to one guy. So, but I did think I th- I thought he looked really really good. Um, you know, two earned runs, that's it. He only walked a couple of guys in 11 strikeouts. So okay. I, I still think he is rounding into form. I still think the form is really good right now. I was about to ask, I thought he had like 11 or 12 strikeouts. If I, yeah. Know, oh, yeah. Yeah, he was – it was good. It, it was good stuff. Still good stuff, I thought, from him. Uh, 11 strikeouts. So, still, again, the form looking really, really good. Um, would you go Charlie Morton for a player game on this one? Um, yeah, that's about all you can give. You don't have, you know, Matt Olson had a two for three games. So, you know, if you go Morton and then you go one A with Matt Olson in that. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Um, moving on to Monday night, uh, Jake Arderizzi was on the mound for the Braves. And yeah. First, first really good game for him, John. Rowanzi Contreras. I like yeah. that. I like that. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, first good game for Jake Odorizzi. Mm-hmm. Uh, six innings, um, might have, could have, you know, gone out for a seventh uh, if he could have got him uh, off quickly. 
but six innings, you know, gave up four hits, only one earned run. That was a home run, a towering shot. He, but he did strike out seven, but he looked really, really good. You know, he really looked good in that sixth inning and uh, still, you know, looked like he was throwing the ball really well. Um, and uh, a mentor went one, Iglesias went one, Jansen went one, finished the game with two strikeouts. Yep. Um, which was good as well. So, um, you know, Jansen, I think, is a guy that you don't want to use maybe back-to-back games no. now that Great. that we've gone this far. You know, he seems to pitch better when he has uh, a game off, and uh, he looked really, really good last night. Although I, I would like for him to speed it up just a little bit, uh, but uh, he was throwing the ball really well last night – or Monday night. Um. So, Michael Harris with a two-run bomb. I, man, so yes. I went kind of crazy because I was like, the kid, do it again. The 21-year-old. Yeah. yeah. My wife um, was in the room, and she was like, yep, that's yeah. right. Yeah, he was one for one on the night. Shockingly enough, he played the whole game, but he walked twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, got the two RBIs, uh, you know, with Grissom on base. Uh, so... I thought it was just going to be uh, uh, maybe a double, and but Grissom was going to score, and he ended up hitting it out. So, so yeah. Uh, but he was a, a pesky little thing on the base path as well. He got on base, and uh, Grace, you know, Grace had a couple opportunities very early to score runs and couldn't do it. You know, mm-hmm. the Pirates did too. I think the first three innings, everybody had a, a guy on base. Right. Uh, Acuna got on. Acuna got on second base. Uh, they couldn't do anything in the first inning. You're going to have to tell Dansby stop swinging at the first pitch and popping it up uh, because I think I've seen him. Uh, do that a bunch of times here over the the past two or three games, uh, but um, you know, you know, Dansby and 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 Austin and and Matt Olson, Darno and and Rosario with no hits. Uh, mm. It was the kids that got the hit and the runs. So speaking of uh, kids, what do you think of O'Neill Cruz? Uh, is this the kid for the Pirates? Yeah, the shortstop. Yeah, um, boy, does he have a rocket of an arm. Um, I mean, he's got one. I believe the Cardinals have a guy in their minors that has a rocket of an arm, too. Um, so, yeah. I mean, we're talking he's throwing it 100 miles an hour to first base. But the only problem with, with Cruz is if he is supposed to be the next great thing, he's hitting 198. Okay. Oh. So, we gotta, they got to find a way to get him back going, uh, to get him going, to get him doing something. But he's hit 198, John. He was the one that hit the bomb. The yeah, Amos home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that that was all he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, he does have a rocket arm. It reminds me of you know the Cubs had a guy back many many years ago named Sean Dunstan who could just flat out throw it hard. He was a shortstop, um, and and he was a he was a great he was a great player. You know, not necessarily the greatest of hitters, but boy did he have a rocket arm. Oh, and this guy does too. He does have a, a very good arm, but he's still hitting 198, John. So did Dunstan play for the Cubs? That name sounds so familiar. Yeah, Dunstan played for the Cubs. Yeah, that's it. Like what year? Uh, you're talking mid 80s, mid okay. to late 80s. Okay. Yeah, mid to late 80s. Yeah. Okay. Shawan Dunstan was his name. Actually, he didn't uh, play for the Cardinals a little bit too, I believe, ah. later in his career. Yeah. Um. Yep. I think the Cardinals guy you're talking about is Nolan Gorman. Um, he's I, I, don't, I don't know. I just know that I've seen this kid throw the ball one time, and it looked like 
it didn't take very long to get from shortstop to first base. Okay. That's so, yeah, it's, um, wow. I mean, the kid's in their arms, I guess, but, um, you know, he, he had a rocket and so does this cruise kid. And yeah, but again, um, you know, it's, it's your quote freshman year, uh, if you're a cruise. Right. Uh, so hopefully, you know, he's learning the game. Uh, and next year you're going to see him get better and better. Uh, some kids don't have this success. You know, Acuna's had the success. Harris has had the success. Seems like Grissom has, although he has not played a full year yet, and neither has Harris. No. But, you know, Harris's body of work is a little bit, you know, you, you can look at the body of work of Harris and at least uh, account for a lot of at-bats. And so you can at least count for saying he's almost been there the whole year. So, um you know, it's 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 a it's it's good. So uh, Grissom will have hopefully another um, you know half a year next year to be a full year for him to get that under his belt. But still, uh, you know the the Braves the the baby Braves are really good. Definitely. So yeah. as we're speaking Tuesday morning, Tuesday night the Braves will play at seven oh five against the or the Pirates. Um, you've got me thinking. Yes. Stuff. Uh, yeah, well, sorry about that. It, you know, the Cubs aren't very good, so. No, um, yeah. Yes, neither about. Yeah, Max Free tonight, uh, eleven and four on the year, uh, going against Brew Baker uh, at three and ten, and then it's Kyle Wright mm-hmm. on uh, fr- on Wednesday afternoon. And I will forget that that's a Wednesday afternoon. I'll be getting thinking about one o'clock, and I'll be like, "Oh crap, that's a, a afternoon <laughs> game." I could have listened to some of it, you know. Uh, and uh, Keller going for the Pirates. And again, we have not been very successful in Wednesday afternoon games. Uh, but Charlie Morton is not pitching, by the way. So oh, oh, um, that up. will be hope. Yeah, that will hopefully be a good thing. Although here's the irony about it, okay? Charlie Morton has followed Max Freed all year until mm-hmm. Max got hurt. Well, who's pitching tonight? Max Freed. <laughs> who's supposed to be pitching tomorrow? It would have been Charlie Morton. Okay. But uh, they rotations kind of messed up with Max uh, being out for that you right. know, week plus because of uh, the concussion. So anyway, there you go. Well, that's yeah. I I I, I hope the tides turn for the Braves because they need to sweep the series. They need to because uh, the Cardinals do worry me, John. I mean, the Cardinals are a good team. They've been playing very good lately, mm-hmm. uh, and and it always does because you have to. Around here, you have to listen to Cardinal fans, being a Braves fan. And, and many people know that I'm a Braves fan, and so you have to listen to Cardinal fans saying, oh, we're better, we're better. We've got, um, you know, 10 World Series or however many they got. And they have been very successful. And I've told you before that if I was a player, if if there was one franchise as a basketball player, it would be the Mavericks because I think Mark Cuban is a great owner. Mm-hmm. If I was a baseball player, it would be the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Because I do believe through the years they've had great ownership, but their fans take great pride in their players. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they are probably the greatest, although I love, you know, going to Truist Park and seeing Braves fans and everything, Cardinals fans are, are some of the most gen, genuine, um, you know, great. Uh, they're, they're, they're just great fans. Mm-hmm. Um, and so – you know, guys like Arnado and, and Goldschmidt and some of those guys that come there. And if, if Juan Soto had gone there, he would have never wanted to leave. No. Uh, and so 
I don't see why those guys want to leave because you got a great set of fans and they are there uh, regardless of if you win you win 20 games or if you're winning 100 games. They're there. They support you. All right. Who's better, Fred Bird or Blooper? Uh, you know, Fred Bird's been around a long time, but I love Blooper. He's great. Um, <laughs> I, every chance I see him on TV, I'm like, ooh, there's Blooper. You know, I, I love Blooper. He's great. Uh, you know, again, you know, old school mascot, Fred Bird, the chicken from San Diego, <laughs> the Philly fanatic, which is great. You don't see the chicken, by the way, in San Diego very much anymore uh, because he was great. You know, the Philly fanatic is fabulous. Um, you know, those those guys. So, uh, you know, you don't – you don't. Uh, pardon? What about Mr. Matt? Is he still there? Uh, believe he is, yeah. Believe he is. Uh, Bernie Brewer is another one, you know, uh, that that that's pretty iconic, uh, sliding down the big slide when there's a home run for Milwaukee. So, um, yeah, but but the the iconic ones, uh, you know, Fred Bird is one. He's been around a long time. The Chicken in San Diego, the Philly Fanatic, those guys have been around a long time. You know, Blooper hadn't been around that long, but I still do love Blooper. I think he's great. I think he's funny. I love watching him at the games. Uh, you know. He's he's funny. If it didn't cost me a huge amount, we actually went to a game this year and went to a game on my on my son's birthday. Um, mm-hmm. And you can actually get it. There's a promotion to where you can actually get blooper to bring you something in, during the game. But as you well know, it's very costly. Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, that would have been fun. I'd love to see, you know, blooper do that. So anyway. <laughs> If you're looking for a good Twitter follow, follow Blooper Braves. Oh, my gosh. That's probably great. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Another great follow. You could follow Yes. Yes. Yes, you could, as we segue to the end, correct? Yes. <laughs> um, that's yeah. what I got for you. You got anything else on the Braves? No, I'm good. We've talked about way too much in this once again. So, um, you know, if you if you had a title for our podcast today – it might be um, uh, if it might be um, I don't know what the title would be. It would probably be uh, we talk about nothing uh, for the first thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, <laughs> but like but said, I'm good. Awesome. Like I said, you can yeah. follow the podcast at Ethos Braves. You can follow me at uh, the Blind Donkey Runner, and then Jeremy and I are both on Facebook. Uh, John Robert McKay, and then Jeremy. I'm just plain old me, Jeremy Bell, Facebook. <laughs> um, I thought I had something, but I forgot what it was. So, <laughs> sorry, guys. Um, no. This has been the Ethos Brave Podcast. Thanks for listening. And as always, go brave.